Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated, never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio arrays. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, Jaime Munguia, the star of Tijuana, Mexico, Forcey. WBO, former WBO 154-pound champion, in action last night, taking on some guy by the name of Spike O'Sullivan. Let me tell you, there was no Spike in O'Sullivan. I can tell you, one of those stiffs from down under, Australia. One of my, at the end of the day, of course, Jaime McGee now 35-0, and 28 kills. Mr. Sullivan drops to 30-4. and So, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the zone. We'll talk about ESPN. Of course, they rocked and rolled. Jesse Hart and Joe Smith. And man, Joe Smith's got that common name, right? Joe Smith, well, he didn't fight common last night. He beat the snot. Uh, no, I take that back. He beat the spit out of Mr. Jesse Hart. Spit with an H. Okay, and he just beat him up. I mean, over 12 rounds. And yet it was a split decision. Shows you that some judges see things from a different perspective. You got three guys around the ring, right? Three, four sides of the ring. Three people around the ring. One guy can see it totally different. Maybe. Not last night. I thought that was a good fight. I think the judge might have had it a little bit wrong there. I'm not going to jump all over him because the right guy won. Remember that at the end of the day, if the right guy won, who cares what the scores were? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That was 1-800-878-7529. The guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio with your thoughts. 415-275-1613. The studio text line once again. 415-275-1613. I'll delve into the world of results to bring in the HBO Godfather, the retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant, after the break on Sports Byline. And I wouldn't be gone. Hey, hey, I belong gone. And I wouldn't be gone. I belong gone. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash but have bad credit or maxed out cards? Now you can get a personal loan for up to five grand, whatever your credit, with no paperwork. MoneyASAP.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks. If you have a checking account and a regular income source, you can get cash in your account as soon as tomorrow. Type this into your smartphone or computer address bar. www.MoneyASAP.com That's MoneyASAP.com MoneyASAP.com we paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Let's talk about your career just for a second. Hagler, Monzone, Robinson, this and that, Hopkins, okay? Where do you put yourself in those names? If I'm in the top four, top five in history, I'm satisfied. And I don't mind if I'm four if it's four. I don't mind if I'm five if it's five because these guys' legacy and their era should be and will be respected. And I just want to be... Um, respected for my era so if it's four you know and the number is four then be mentioned in the name of ray robinson and marvin Hagler, pedro and, and and ray leonard hey to be mentioned in that how many middleweight fighters that came that was also good the julian jackson's of the world and i can go to a lot of mike Got mccullough mcgombe you didn't mention those names and to be mentioned in the top four and the top five Wherever you put me at, wherever history put me at, I am grateful and humble to be there. 
Bernard Hopkins, the executioner, of course, 99 years old, boxer at the age of 55. The bottom line is I'll get into the middleweight division in depth later in the show. This is a two-hour edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you, of course, on Sunday. Straight up, this is the Sunday show, January 12, 2020, of course. Sundays, 2 hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, just for one hour. Straight up, light heavyweight Joe Smith. I talked about him having a commonly named spell, just being a common guy. Not really. Last night, he didn't fight too common. Straight up. He beat Jesse Hart over 12 rounds, over 10 rounds, pretty decisively. And I was a little surprised that one judge had it the other way after 10 rounds. But you know what? As I said, 95-94 for Hart. Uh, not too many people thought that it was 99-91 in one's card and 97-92 on the other card. So the bottom line is a big, big, big advantage for the guy that wins the split decision. One of those tattooed guys. Remember back in the day, speaking of tattooed guys, I'm talking talk about Spike Sullivan in just a minute. But back in the day... Jack Fisk used to tell me guys with tattoos couldn't fight. Well, you know, everybody's got tattoos now, so that doesn't apply anymore, right? But he said guys with gimmicks, beware of guys with gimmick names. Well, Spike O'Sullivan, that was a bit of a gimmick name. And, of course, he fought like a bit of a gimmick last night. Bottom line is, let's take it to the City of Angels and bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant himself. A very good morning to you, sir. Back at you, Pedro. Okay, I didn't watch too many of the fights last night. I watched them delayed. Did you watch any of them? Uh, actually, my uh, recording system seemed to have a nervous breakdown. Again? There was so much boxing on this weekend okay. that it didn't know what to record. And so uh, the best laid plans to see them all on a delayed basis uh, all crashed and burned. <laughs> yeah, I think that's basically what happened. But the thing with the zone is, or you can go back and watch this about anything on the zone afterwards, so that's you know that there's an advantage there. Here's a here's well, but a, it, you know it's it's the good news and the bad news. The good news is there's so much boxing on that my computer and my television couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something I can't keep up with. Barry Hearns talking about upping the price of the zone to fifty bucks a month. Really? You really? There was a long delay there. Really? Yeah, I'm serious. Well, I know I paid a hundred bucks for the year. And uh, so that comes out to what eight fifty a month, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think he, I think what he's doing is, I think they might be hurting for money, and because they're giving everybody, they're writing big checks everywhere they go. But um, I think they might be hurting for money, or obviously they always want to have increased revenues. So they float the fifty dollar price out there, and they come back with another price like a thirty or twenty nine ninety nine. They're going up, Godfather. They're not go- the, the price is not going to go. Well, up. this is look. look uh, um, these are not charities; they're businesses. And whether it's because uh, they're not making as much money as their original economic plan hoped for, and so they have to raise uh, the rates. Or whether they're getting so many uh, subscribers that they feel they can push the envelope a little bit and make even more money. Whatever the case is, it's it's uh, it's not a charity. It's it's uh, boxing, and uh, you got to pay the pay whatever the rate is if if that's what you love. Okay, I'm going to run something by you. When I was a policeman working in Hunters Point in San Francisco, the crack epidem- epidemic began. And these guys would, would sell this crack for a couple of bucks, you know, 3 or $4. And then, then they got you hooked, and then it was 35 bucks. Are we talking about the same thing? In a way, yeah. I mean, uh, 
It can be classified as a minor addiction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, minor addictions aside, the heavyweight championship is going to, at least the WBC version, is going to be rematched on the 22nd of February. Mr., of course, Tyson Fury, all of that scar tissue. Godfather, I always thought it took a long time for cuts to heal, but are they in a position where it doesn't matter how long they wait, that that scar tissue is going to open up no matter what? You know, uh, that's a little bit above my pay scale. Okay. Um, um, but I've been thinking about the fight because people have been asking me about it. Mm -hmm. And whereas earlier I thought, well, this time um, uh, our American friend from Alabama uh, will know how to go after uh, Fury. Uh, I'm wondering whether Fury is going to take uh, a lesson uh, from his countryman's performance um, last month from um, Joshua. Joshua's boxing and he goes out there and just tries to box and avoid any direct uh, conflict and he is a good boxer and at, at his Height and weight, 6'9", in the 250s. Uh, he's a kind of a, a freak. Uh, maybe he can just box Wilder and uh, not be exposed to uh, that two-handed power. You know, he's one of those guys, Tyson Fury, I think he, you need to hit him and upset his rhythm, like Roy Jones. If you get him off the rhythm, you've got a shot at outperforming out, out him. You know, got Roy. Well, they, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they take it personally when you hit them, <laughs> and uh, so it can, uh, yeah, it can shake up their boxing plan and uh, just want to go out and hit the guy back. But in the case of Fury. Uh, as he showed that when he beat Klitschko, he does have uh, the uh, discipline to stay with the plan. Uh, and he won most of the rounds in the, in the, the fight, in their first fight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but um, he later got knocked down twice. Uh, did he get knocked down because he got tired? Uh, wasn't in the best shape? Etc. Um, he seems to be the kind of uh, performer who gets up for the big ones, and I imagine he's going to come out and try to just box and box and box against Wilder, and we'll see if Wilder can break through. I think I think the there's there's added motivation on the fact that Wilder realizes this is a a, a make-it-or-break fight for him, and I really think it is. I think this is the make-it-or-break fight because if he loses here, he doesn't step on and fight Joshua or whoever Joshua ends up fighting or losing to possibly. You know, it, 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 as I've often said, it depends on not just losing but how you lose. Yeah. If, if you make a hell of a fight and you happen to lose, well, hey, that's happened to the best fighters there ever were. And... Um, um, we want to see him again. 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you Sundays for two hours live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. The Godfather, Larry, Mer- Larry Merchant, will bless us with his presence for one more segment. Hopefully, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Atlanta, Georgia. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Don't put your car on, honey. This is getting good. 
You are tuned to Link Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Yesterday, my current guest, Larry Merchant, told me he was being interviewed by somebody who was looking into the history of HBO. You know, you and I haven't talked about HBO. I mean, the fact that when HBO sort of retired and went off the air as far as boxing was concerned, that was a bit sad. But outside of that, we haven't talked really extensively about your time at HBO. What were what were the highlights and the lowlights? If you go through it, like from '78 on, right from '78 is when you started, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, you know, to me, there were just highlights and bigger highlights. Uh, whether it turned out well or not, if you're out there uh, uh, analyzing and telling stories and critiquing, um, there are some nights when you're you miss you miss the story. Mm-hmm. You, you miss the central um, story of the fight. That happens, and that's why uh, just like you have three um, officials, and you hope that at least two of them get it get a result right. You have three announcers, or at least we did, and you hope that two of them got it right. And most usually we did, but there were yes, there were higher highlights. Um, we, you know, we covered so many great fights from um, Sugar Ray Leonard and Hearns and Hagler in the 80s and then the heavyweights in the late 80s and early 90s. Um, I, I always think of the um, my, my timeline regarding uh, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and our experiences together and his leaving HBO because uh, he didn't particularly want me to announce his fights. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, 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 I don't think of it in those terms. You know, what I think of is uh, one of the questions I'm often asked is what my, what, what my best interviews were. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people are thinking of the incident with Floyd Mayweather, but to me, not me. Uh, the, the Buster Douglas Mike Tyson uh, fight, which was of course this enormous upset, um, was some kind of uh, um, serious moment for me as a broadcaster. I had originally come from print journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, because Buster Douglas, after that fight, was so tied up emotionally, having won the heavyweight championship of the world, having maybe resolved some issues with his father, who was a a tough um, middleweight in his time, not a championship-caliber fighter, but a tough guy, and uh, Buster was raised in his gym, and Buster wasn't exactly a tough guy, and um, he tried other sports and, until he came back to boxing. And then the fact that his mother had died a few weeks before. So all these entanglements, emotional history came to play, and when I went to interview Buster Douglas, he, he couldn't talk. He was so wound up emotionally. And I heard a voice in my head saying, 
This is show and tell, Larry. Just let's show this. We 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 do these interviews in part to show who these uh, fighters are as human beings. Uh, we we do these interviews to answer some questions and questions some answers. And uh, he couldn't talk, and he stepped back, and his his handlers took him, and they were whispering to him, "Let's go back." to the dressing room, let's go. And, but he wanted to tell a story, and it took him maybe 20 or 30 seconds, which is a, uh, a lifetime in television yeah. seconds, to gather himself to tell the story he wanted to tell about the fight and what it all meant to him. To me, that was uh, my suddenly becoming a professional at this craft, um, because I understood that the camera focusing on this guy who had just pulled off the upset of the century, or so we thought at the time, and all of his emotional cords being rung, that was real television. It didn't need a question. But then he stepped forward and we talked about all of these things and uh, to me, that was a, a primal moment. And um, there were other lessons that I learned from what I did across the years. You know, um, when, when, I, when I think of, uh, of Buster Douglas, I think of Asim Rachman, and most recently Andy Ruiz, guys that pulled off this huge upset and then just couldn't handle it emotionally. Well, they couldn't handle it afterwards. Certainly, Buster Douglas couldn't. He put on a hundred pounds, fifteen pounds or so, um, for his fight with Holyfield, yeah. and didn't seem um, to care very much. And he didn't. He didn't love boxing. In that moment, because of his mom's death, because of his differences with his father, and because he was fighting for the heavyweight championship, it was a way of redeeming his whole life. Um, and those are the stories we try to tell. Uh, um, but, yeah, you know, fighters are human beings, and, and some of them handle things differently than others. I have to re- remind myself that uh, the guy I'm trying to interview was just just getting punched for, for an hour. So, uh, yeah, and... and just learning to do my homework before the events so that uh, I will have enough of information in my head to uh, to feel that I could say certain things. I think it was 1982, and and I always I used to Harold used to tell me this the the late Harold Letterman, your broadcast partner, of course the 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 HBO boxing judge, the that voice. I mean that voice, Harold's voice. Well, Jim, bottom line is. Harold told me the best fight that he ever called, he thought, with you guys, was the Gomez-Pintor fight, Wilfredo Gomez and Lupe Pintor, back in 1982. Of course, Pintor ascending from 118 pounds to 122 pounds. He had beaten the the former uh, Bantamweight great Carlos Zarate at 118, moved up to 122, and Gomez just, cur- I mean, they went they went back and forth. Gomez finally won, but what a what a what a battle of wills! Yeah, and that was the next fight we did after the fight in. Uh, in Miami, I'm trying to think of um, the, the names of the fighters. The uh, 
uh, they fought at least one re- rematch. Uh, the great fighter from uh, Nicaragua. Alexis Arguello and Aaron Pryor. Right. I mean, how good was that? Um, and and uh, so we were in a run in those days mm-hmm. of having a lot of good, a lot of big fights, which sometimes means uh, uh, an outstanding fighter is is a mismatch, uh, is in a mismatch because there just aren't enough guys around uh, to compete with him, or uh, two really good fighters just throwing down. Yeah. You know, we brought up Alexis Arguello there. Of course, death in 2009, 2008 is still questionable whether he shot himself or, he, or somebody killed him. He was so emotionally depressed that he came on this show and talked about death and things like that. And I tried to go down to Nicaragua and straighten him out, and he finally went into rehab, this and that. But both he and Pryor, both he and Pryor were smoking crack together in Miami. When he told me that story, I almost wanted to cry. He was telling me the story in Managua, Nicaragua, sitting in his backyard. And he goes, yeah, Aaron and I were smoking crack together in Miami. And I say to myself, what, what puts you, what, what, what could send a man in that direction? You know, I just, I, I, was, I was just blown away by that. And, and our, Alexis was never the same ever. He was, he was an emotionally tender man, and I think that first fight with Pryor just broke him for the rest of his life. Well, uh, listen, uh, how many tens of thousands of people are dying in America of opioids every year? Every day. Um, it, that may not be the same as trying to achieve a high. It's trying to avoid a low. And then getting so low, you never return. But um, crack was a thing, and it affected all of society. And it shouldn't surprise us that some fighters were affected by it as well. Speaking of this opioid thing, I mean, the fact that you can get, that you were able to get these pills, I mean, they they were willing to give them to me left and right. It never took a one in my life. I never took a one, but they gave me a couple of pain pills um, one time for uh for my dentistry and for my back and this and that. And that's what they tell me. Just take this. Just take this. Godfather, man, it's, it, these are doctors pushing stuff on you. So you get the assumption that it's good. You know what I'm saying? And then you find out after a week you're hooked. Uh, well, you know, I've read many stories about uh, this phenomenon. And um, it's sad. It's happened to a lot of average people who have lost their jobs in the changing job market of modern times and have no place to go and are depressed because of how it can break up families. And they look to avoid the pain that they're experiencing. Um, I don't think the... I don't know that the government has done enough to limit that, but uh, obviously there are other solutions that uh, that prevail. But let's say you lived in a you know in a in a town in Ohio yeah. and it's had manufacturing there for generations, and your family and friends are all there, and suddenly. Yeah, but jobs are gone. But Godfather, that doesn't that doesn't make you that doesn't that shouldn't turn you into a heroin addict. Anyway, say hello to the God Mama for me. It is January 12, thousand twenty. I love you, and we'll talk real soon. 
Keep the faith, Pedro. The Hall of Famer, the one, the only, the Godfather, retired HBO Godfather, Larry Merchant in the house. Thank you so much, Godfather. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide. Together, talk, track, and they party. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, did you know that Discover offers home equity loans with zero application fees, zero appraisal fees, and zero cash due at closing? That's a lot of zeros, but all those zeros can add up to something big. A home equity loan from Discover can help you use the equity you've already built for things like home improvements, major purchases, or consolidating high-interest debts into a low-fixed-rate loan. So you can make big changes with zero worries. Home equity loans are offered by Discover Bank, NMLS ID 684042. Learn more at discoverhomeequityloans.com slash zero.
in the lineup and let the bright lights shine. There was ten poor dudes like me standing in that line. I knew I was a victim of somebody's evil plan. When the scrunchy looking dude came up and said, Yeah, that's him, man. Hey, wait a minute, man, I've been framed. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Mighty Tower of Power bringing us back from the break. Don't forget, Tower's got a new album out. Tower of Power on the soul side of town, baby. Check it out, Tower of Power Records. And, of course, that's available at towerofpower.com. Now, time to talk welterweights. Of course, the great welterweight division, 147 pounds, something I couldn't measure up to. I was a junior welterweight. Actually, I was a lightweight that fought a junior welterweight because I didn't want to discipline myself and, and drop down to another 7 pounds or 7 pounds as an amateur, 5 pounds as a pro. But the bottom line is 147 pounds right now, man, it's looking good. We've got Terrence Crawford, 36 and zip. Of course, the southpaw from the boxing capital of... Omaha, Nebraska, not. But the bottom line is, he's a real good fighter, having held titles at 135, 140, now 147. The undersized welterweight at 32 years old, of course, the number two guy, maybe not even number two, maybe not even in the running. I'm talking about Earl Spence, 29 years old, 28 and zip. Of course, 26 and zip, coming to us out of our, both southpaws, too, both left-handers, coming to us out of Dallas, Texas. Of course, Jerry Jones' fighter, when he got into that car wreck a few uh, few months ago, of course, flipped that car at 85 miles per hour. And I think you can see, I'm not, I, I really think you can see his body flying out of the car. You know, they had one of these, like, these, these roadside cameras or something like that, and, and you see his car flipping, and you see this dark object come out of the car, and I think that dark object was... 147-pound champion Earl Spence. I kid you not. So anyway, he rolls out of this car, 95 miles per hour, um, drunk as a skunk. And some people say, like Hector Martinez, Duran's ex-manager, said to me, you know, maybe he'll, maybe he survived because he was drunk. You know, you're all limber and you don't know what's happening and, and you just didn't know what's happening. So it was sort of like involuntary uh, trauma, obviously, but he didn't really know what's happening. So it won't infect him as much. I don't know. I looked at him neurologically, from a neurological point of view, you know, I mean, the eyes being off, and I told you blood, blood, uh, one, one eye was really bloodshot, there was all kinds of blood or bleeding around the retina and around the, around the center of the eye, so I said to myself, neurological damage, I mean, it doesn't take an off, uh, some, you know, some, some eye doctor to figure that out, you're looking at this guy, hey, one eye's looking one, one, one eye's looking the other. I mean, wrong way Spence. That's what I'm calling now. Wrong way Earl Spence. Anyway, Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford, a battle of the unbeatens, man, if they were 36-0, 26-0. But if they were to go back and forth, if they were to go back and forth to call about Mr. Crawford and Earl Spence, well, I think Don King puts it just like this. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances. Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. I'm talking about Earl Spence, baby. Slim's out of town. He's not going to have a shot here. As far as the rest of the world, welterweight division is concerned, we've got to talk about the Pac-Man. Manny Pacquiao. What is he, 55 years old? No, 41 years old. Good Lord, he's getting old, man, especially for a guy fighting that life. But the congressman... The congressman, now the senator from the Philippines now, what's his record? 62-7, and seven, a couple of draws, man. He's still a force to be reckoned with the age of 41 years old. And I ask you this Sports fans, is he a force to be reckoned with because of the fact that he's so great or that the talent pool below him or around him is so inferior? I mean, think about that. Keith Thurman, the guy was 31 years old, thought to be a hot shot, 28-0, 29-0, unbeaten, came off a layoff. Of course, I think he had one fight in between then. Then he fought Manny Pacquiao, and Manny Pacquiao beat him up. I mean, a 41 year guy. Listen, when you get beat up and you're 28 years old, some guy like 41 years old beating you up, it would, it would be the equivalent of getting beat up by like a 90 year old man on the street. 
It just, it's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen. But straight up, Manny Pacquiao has just surprised me time and time and time again. I mean, when I saw him first, when he was fighting in 122 pounds, he fought here in, in San Francisco. I think he fought uh, Agapito Sanchez. That's right. He fought Agapito Sanchez here in, in the city by the bay. Of course, Floyd Mayweather was in the in the main event that night at the Civic Auditorium. But I met him. He, he was staying at the Holiday Inn on A Street here in the city, which is not the most, not a five-star joint. You know, but this is a Holiday Inn. Anyway, Holiday Inn Express. So he's staying there, and I go to visit him. And I go into his hotel room, and I use the bathroom. Yeah, I have to use the bathroom. So I go into the bathroom, and he's got one jogging suit, a red jogging suit hanging in the shower. And it says Manny Pacquiao. And that was it. That's all he had to his name. He was broke. He was beyond broke. Now the guy is, like, buying thousands of homes for homeless people in the Philippines. He's really got it going on. I mean, I love a lot of the things he does. But then again, you know, for all the positives he has to him, he's a religious zealot. He's a nutty guy. He drinks virgin blood. And I'm trying to get somebody to tell me what virgin blood is. Nobody knows. Everybody knows what virgin olive oil is, but nobody knows what virgin blood is. Anyway, Manny Pacquiao, 41 years old. Sean Porter, another welterweight contender to be uh, considered. To be considered. Of course, he's got a decent record as well, 35-2, and two, I believe. Uh, but mm, Danny Garcia, not too high on Danny Garcia, the former junior welterweight champion, not fighting it. He's 35-2, not fighting, of course, at at 147, just, just, just too big for him. The aforementioned Keith Thurman, forget him. Mikey Garcia, too lazy to make 135 and too stupid to make 140. I mean, he's just, he's just the most, uh, he's made a lot of money. Mikey's made a lot of money. He really has. I mean, you know, he was fighting at 135 and then Al Heyman came to him and said, look, uh, I want to sign you to this contract, but you have a contract with somebody else already. So I tell you what, I'm going to pay you money to not fight. So Mikey Garcia got used to pay, getting paid to not fight. Train a little bit in the gym, keep your weight down, but not fight. So, like, for about a year and a half, two years, he was, like, getting paid. Big-time money. Al Heyman gave him millions of bucks, okay? So, he does the Al Heyman fight, comes over, and decides he's going to go from 135 pounds straight to 147 pounds. No stop in between. 12 pounds in boxing is, like, like 100 years in age. I kid you not. And he takes on Earl Spence, doesn't win a round, doesn't win a minute of a round, and yet I go to the veteran boxers meeting out here at the Italian-American Center here in, in the city by the Bay of San Francisco, and they're telling me what a great fighter Mikey Garcia is. Well, Mikey Garcia is a piece of spit, okay, with an H. You know it. Mm. Talk about a guy just sold out. Now he says he only wants to fight at 147. Why? Doesn't want to sacrifice himself. Doesn't want to get down. I mean, looking at him next to a welterweight, sort of like, like he looks like a midget. He looks like a dwarf. I kid you not. So, Manny, what did I say? I would like to see Manny Pacquiao and Mikey Garcia hook it up. That's the fight I would like to see. Why? Because I think the Pac-Man with that left hand of style would just motor through with that left hand and destroy the guy from Oxnard. Listen, I was, I, I, I'm down with Robert, Roberto now. I mean, his brother. His brother was a good fighter, decent trainer, and of course, at one time held the IBF 130 pound championship, of course, before losing to the, uh, the one time great Diego Corrales. Man, Diego, may he rest in peace. But you know, not too high on him right now. Mikey Garcia, I just wish he would go away. As far as the rest of the welterweight division is concerned, Maurice Hooker was thought to be good until he got knocked out. Bang! So he's fighting at 147. Now, Adrian Broner, stick a fork in him. He's way done. Thomas Duarlamy, nah, I don't think so. Although he's got a 25 and 3 record, of course, coming to us out of the, uh, out of Puerto Rico. Outside of that, nobody else really looks good at 147. 147 a bit dead right now except for those two or three guys on top. I'm talking about Crawford, Spence, and Manny Pacquiao. Everybody else is just an also-ran. Speaking of also-rans, Joe Smith Jr., 
was thought to be an also ran. I kid you not. And then last night he stepped up and beat uh, beat Jesse Hart down. Jesse Hart was supposed to be the out home time favorite. He was the guy that was going to go on and win fight for the light heavyweight championship, the whole nine yards. But man, I got to tell you, he dominated Jesse Hart. I'm talking about Joe Smith Jr., 25 and 320 KOs, a uh, client of Joe DeGuardi. Joe DeGuardi, of course, a promoter out of New York City, former. I think no, I think Joe might have won the Golden Gloves one time. In New York City, I, I think I know he fought in the Golden Gloves. I think he might have won one year. Anyway, good guy, no doubt about that. Always in shape. Not the promoter you want to mess with, whether you're a client or whether you're a guy walking down the street. Uh, mis- mistake him for the wrong guy, and he will left hook you much like much like Ernie uh, Eddie Futch did that guy in the Caesar's Palace parking lot. I told you about that. The great late trainer Ernie Eddie Futch was like 82, 83 years old. Some guy came up and tried to rob him. Came up, tried to rob him. So you know what he did? He knocked the guy out with a single left hook. Anyway, back to Joe Smith. 25-3 now, 20 KOs. Jesse Hart drops to 26-3, 21 wax. It was 10 rounds, of course, Saturday night at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City. Man, the Hard Rock rock and roll. How come the Hard Rock doesn't rock out here? I mean, the Hard Rock everywhere else sort of sort of sucks. Anyway, the hard-hitting Smith, very aggressive from the start, man. No doubt about that. And the scores were 97-92, 98-91. And then, of course, that other score I talked about earlier, 95-94. But don't worry about it. As long as the right guy won, it don't matter. It doesn't matter what the scores were as long as the right guy won. Speaking of the right guy, I guess I might as well go into this right now. The right guy, no, no, this side may be the wrong girl. I'm talking about the face of women's boxing right now. Clarissa Shield. You gotta be kidding me. I'm serious. That crap that she pulled off this past Friday night, okay? She she went ten rounds and, and she won most of the rounds and she hit on this girl like she was a bag, like she was a heavy bag, okay? And I'm okay, I can see that. She dominated the girl. But I gotta say this, okay? The trash that she talked afterwards and the smack that she talks is just it's just so trashy. I mean, if she was a white girl, they'd be saying she's white trash. What do you say if she's black? What do you say? If she was a white girl talking and spouting that kind of crap on TV, you'd say, hey, hey, white trash, trailer park trash. What do you say when somebody's black and doing that? And a former Olympian at that, okay? Clarissa Shields now 20 and 0. Her opponent, Ivana Hasbottom, drops to 24 and 7, 7 KOs. Uh, I take that back. Clarissa Shields scored the first knockdown, I think, in her career. Actually, the first knockdown ever. Think about that. You're calling yourself the pound for pound greatest woman in all of women's boxing. You never knocked anybody down. She should be arrested for representing women's boxing. I kid you not. Christy Martin, Lucia Riker, maybe Lady Tiger, even some of those people back in the 60s, man. They should be, some of the people should be rolling over in their graves, rolling over in their graves with a woman like this carrying the mantle for women's boxing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Women's boxing is hurting right now. It's unentertaining. It sucks. I'm, I'm willing to bet my money, I'm willing to bet my money that people turned off the TV during that fight, that they lost viewers during that fight. People don't want to watch a couple of women slapping back and forth. You want to talk about a couple of women throwing down, people will watch that. You think I'm kidding? You think Ronda Rousey sold all those pay-per-views in the UFC for nothing? No, she delivered. She was either knocking people out or getting knocked out or choking people out or getting them the submission hold. The bottom line is she was working it, and she was working it with four-ounce gloves. So when she hit somebody or when she got hit with four-ounce gloves, there's not a whole lot of padding there. You're getting hit basically with the hand and a little padding for the knuckles, okay? So that's the way women's boxing should be. Because women's boxing, women are not as powerful as men when it comes to throwing punches. So don't give them the same size gloves. You don't give them the same size basketball. You don't give them the same size uh, left field line in baseball. You don't give them the same tennis court. Bottom line is, but you give them the same glove in boxing? you got to be kidding me. 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. The Sunday edition, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. I, should I keep going? Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iTunes.com. I haven't got enough time. This is Ring Talk Live from Sports Byline. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 
800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check this out. This is East Bay Soul. My buddy Greg Adams, of course. Westmore High School, class of 1968. Join Tower of Power. Gave up an opportunity to go to the Juliet School of Music. I kid you not. You join Tower of Power at the age of 17. And Greg's still rocking and rolling with this fantastic band. Five-piece horn section. They call themselves East Bay Soul. Check them out. EastBaySoul.com. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Orfanez. Of course, this is hour number one of two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. I can keep going as far as Internet platforms are concerned. But the bottom line is, pound for pound, the king of boxing. I'm talking about Saul Canelo Alvarez, 53-1. and one. Of course, a couple of draws there. The lone loss to Floyd Mayweather back when he was so green like, was green like guacamole, baby. 53-1, and one, 36 KOs. Of course, coming off the knockout in November of Sergey Kovalev, the light heavyweight champion, stepped up 15 pounds as care of the light heavyweight champion. Now, no longer the light heavyweight title holder. He's decided, that he's decided to give up that title and go back to 168, so he's going to fight 168 pounds. But who is there for him to really fight? I mean, he, Danny Jacobs? You no, know, I don't think so. He beat Danny Jacobs already. I don't want to see him fight Gennady Golovkin over and over again. I mean, we don't see another Rocky Felding fight. So as far as Canelo Alvarez is concerned, he needs a special challenge. I think that he's that special fighter, that franchise fighter now. And that's what they call him, and he is a franchise fighter, no doubt about that. But he needs a special challenge. Speaking of the era parent to greatness. I'm talking about Ryan Garcia, King Rye. He'll be coming back in a couple weeks. I think that's going to be February 14th. And that's not a coincidence. They got the pretty boy of boxing, the next Oscar De La Hoya, fighting on Valentine's Day. Because he got 2 million Instagram followers, man. He's got chicks coming out of trees for him. I kid you not. Of course, from where's he from? Oceanside, California, down there on the coast, halfway between here and L.A. Bottom line is, King Rye has got it going on. 21-0, I think, 16 knockouts. Hector Martinez says he's not a proven commodity yet. I tell you what, I want to see him. I want to say Teofimo Lopez. Of course, the kid, his people are from Honduras, but he's from Brooklyn, El Brooklyn. I want to see Vasil Lomachenko, all these guys. Let these guys go round robin right now, man. It's time for the best to fight the best. Because that's what, that's what we talk about in the show, when the best fights the best. Because we have to talk about bums and hobos going against one each other. It gets boring real quick. Bottom line is, boxing, rocking and rolling as we enter the year 2020, looking real good. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. January 25th, the aforementioned Danny Garcia, the former junior welterweight champ out of Philly, of course, going to appear on uh, Showtime. And the 30th, the Zone's coming back with the WBO middleweight title. I'm told her I'm talking about Demetrius Andrade, the undefeated lad, of course, from Massachusetts. I think so. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one of two, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Salary, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com. I keep going, but the bottom line is stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Radio News with John Hunt. 
even as fellow Democrats pressure Speaker Nancy Pelosi to send two articles of impeachment to the Senate, Pelosi says there will likely be developments coming this week. I would be consulting with my members this week on Tuesday morning at our regular caucus meeting uh, that we would vote to send them over and we'll determine in our meeting when we send them over. Pelosi spoke earlier on ABC's This Week. Pelosi also said it's only about a fair trial. They have an oath to take a fair trial, and I think that it should be with all the witnesses and documents. And she also warned either do that or pay a large price. But leading Republicans have already dismissed Pelosi's tactics, saying the delay would have no effect on the expected income and acquittal by the GOP-controlled Senate. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us. This is USA Radio News. Here is some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance or if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. And it's worked beautifully for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. And over the years, members have shared over $3 billion of each other's medical bills. So they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. On Face the Nation, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper stated that the United States and the world is a safer place because of the actions of President Donald Trump and the United States military. We are safer today than we were just a few weeks ago. Why? Because we took out the world's foremost terrorist leader, Qassem Soleimani, who had the blood of hundreds of American dead service members on his hands. Secondly, we restored deterrence with Iran without any United States casualties. And third, we reassured our partners and allies in the region that we will stand up and defend our interests. Esper also said in the interview that he believes the president that at least four embassies would have been targeted by Soliami if the American military had not taken action immediately. A volcano south of the Philippine capital has erupted with a massive plume of ash and steam, prompting thousands of people to flee and officials to shut down Manila's airport. There have been no immediate reports of injuries, and authorities scrambled to evacuate more than 6,000 people. This is USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specific. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290-800-965-1290-800-965-1290. Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson, the spiritual guru and best-selling author, has officially ended her campaign weeks before voting begins, saying she did not want to make it tougher for a progressive to win. 
She also said she did not believe she would be able to gain enough support in the upcoming contest to make a difference in the race to challenge President Donald Trump. In a post on her website, Williamson said, quote, we will not be able to garner enough votes in the election to elevate our conversation any more than it is now. Williamson has barely registered in the polls and struggled in fundraising since launching her bid for the presidency. She laid off her entire campaign staff at the end of the year, but continued to appear at campaign events in Iowa and New Hampshire. Her decision leaves 13 candidates remaining in the primary. If you're looking for a cool place to travel in the new year, you can start at our nation's capital. Washington, D.C. topped the New York Times list of the 52 places to go in 2020. The article cites several reasons D.C. beat out other parts of the world like the British Virgin Islands, Bolivia, and Greenland. For starters, there's a long list of the city's free museums. The writer also notes the growing dining scene that offers a wide range of tastes which are full of international influences. There are also many historic theaters and concert halls. Washington, D.C. is one of only two places in the United States to be listed in the top ten. Paso Robles, California, which is known to wine lovers, ranked sixth. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Thomas ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it! This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but hardly duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne, 35, make that 36 plus years now. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the anointed, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race. If you are joining us for the very first time tonight, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. If you've been here a while, you know the score. Straight up, we're talking boxing and MMA for the next hour live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com. I keep going, but we don't have enough time. Bottom line is, I do have open phone lines all around the planet. You can join us and, you know, drop your opinion on combat sports if you want, or maybe rip a hole in me. I don't care. 1-800-878-7529. That's 
1-800-878-7529. Or, or get this, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Hit us up on the text line, number 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So we are less than a week away from the return of the drunk, the drunk Irishman. I'm talking about the UFC star, Conor McGregor. Of course, took his uh, step into the world of boxing, faced Floyd Mayweather, went 10 and a half rounds, made about 50 million bucks, what a fraud that was. But the bottom line is, he's coming back to the Octagon next week, Saturday, T-Mobile Arena, Paradise, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. He's taking on the cowboy Donald Cerrone. He's lost one fight. Cerrone's lost two fights. Call this the battle of the losers. Do you want to tune in and spend 90 bucks for it? Keep your money. Watch it on Pirate TV. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is the same outcome that would have occurred if he'd been a non-celebrity. The DA's office thought through this very carefully. We appreciate the staff. We appreciate the district attorney's office treating this as it would any other case. decision now let's listen clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled wbo that's right the world boxing organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body you can follow the wbo on facebook or check out their website wboboxing.com this wboboxing.com the world boxing organization Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. If there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro, and as we're talking boxing and MMA today, only on Sports Byline. You heard the great Johnny Tappy, the late Johnny Tappy. 59-5, of course, one stoppage, 30 KOs. What can I say, man? Every time I think about Johnny Tappy, I think about how life didn't have to end the age of 45. He was such a... I mean, he had so much potential outside of fighting. He just did. He was a guy that could attract people. He was a magnet. Unfortunately, he was a magnet for the negative things in life, and he died at the age of 45. Another uh, victim of the opioid epidemic. Of course, that was back in the day. Of course, that was when he's been dead now 10 years. Bottom line is, I miss him. He was a good guy to be around. Covered a lot of his fights. Of course, I remember that time we were in, in Miami, Florida, and I bought drinks for everybody. And I take that back. Robert Middleman bought drinks for everybody and charged it to my room. I kid you not. So when I went upstairs the next morning, I checked out. The, came down to check out the next morning. My tab had like 140 bucks on it on the room. And I didn't charge. What are you talking about? They go, yeah, all these drinks at the bar last night. Hey, wait, did you drink at the bar last night? And I said, yeah. And that creep middleman, what he did was he charged all the room, all the drinks to my room. So what a piece of work he was. Straight up the world of the UFC. Of course, I said the cowboy Donald Cerrone taking on Conor McGregor next week. Nothing else on that card worth watching. I don't know if that card's worth. I mean, that main event's worth watching. Maybe if you're a Conor McGregor fan, you maybe want to watch it. Outside of that curiosity, I don't know, a bit of a freak show. Him and the Cowboy Donald Strone are both not on the top of their game. Of course, Khabib, the world lightweight champion, 155-pound guy, undefeated in his lifetime. Never lost a fight, never lost a round in the gym. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a monster. He is 24-0, 25-0, 30-0. Call him what you want. Undefeated is what he is. Of course, he's taking on Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, famous for pour, wanting to pour um, holy water on his wife. Now, as I said before, a lot of guys want to pour holy water on women because they think the women are the devil. I mean, but he did it in real life, and he, she got to call the police. Hey, guess what? My husband poured holy water on me. Can you do something about that? Yeah. Of course, that was less than a year ago, and now he's going to bite for the world title April 18, 2020, of course, at the Barclays Center home of the Brooklyn Nets, New York City, taking on Khabib. What can I say? Good luck, Tony Ferguson, on that one. Of course, USC on ESPN going to go March 28th from the Nationwide Arena, Columbus, Ohio, my favorite town. We talked about Buster Douglas, the aforementioned uh, uh, world heavyweight champion, Larry Merchant and I, in hour number one, of course. That's where he's from, Columbus, Ohio. Had a lot of good times in Columbus. Got to do TV back in Columbus, like, for a couple of years. Man, it was just, it was wonderful. Once every five to six weeks, I get to fly to Columbus, Ohio, and do my TV thing. It was wonderful. The people were good there. Met a lot of good girls there. Had a great time there. That's when I was young and full of, you know what? You know, bottom line is, good times. And Buster Douglas, of course, brought all this to us by knocking out Mike Tyson, that big knockout March of 1990, February of 1990, the meltdown in Tokyo. Baby, that's just what it was. Mike Tyson just, just, I mean, people say he wasn't in shape. You got to be kidding me. To take that kind of Congo drum ass whooping for like 10 rounds, I mean, getting all beat up, getting lumped up, getting pounded on, he wasn't in shape? No, no. Mike wasn't focused. Mike wasn't focused. But I don't know if a focused Mike Tyson could have turned back 
Buster Douglas night, Buster Douglas at night because of all the emotion involved. Of course, his mother just dying a couple of weeks before, and he was in shape. And I remember, I remember John uh, John Johnson and and Buster and I were in a limo touring around Columbus one time, and I said to him. I said, you know, how come you got in such good shape for the Tyson fight? He goes, because I thought he was going to kill me. Yeah, that'll motivate you, getting your ass whipped. Bottom line is, he never rose to the occasion after that, of course. Bit of a, I mean, a one, just a one-trick pony, like a one-hit wonder. That was Buster Douglas. Back to the world of the UFC. Francis Ngannou coming back, of course, the monster. Man, is he? Mm. The heavyweight monster lost three fights. He's a knockout artist. I would put him... I would say that he is—he has the potential to knock out a boxing heavyweight champion. Anthony Joshua, I don't know if I'd want to mess around with Francis Ngannou. I kid you not. He is a African warrior. Of course, he went to Paris originally, fought professionally there, decided to try his hand in mixed martial arts. And, of course, I said those three fights he lost. One was early, and then he lost a fight to Stippy Miocic for the world heavyweight title after having Stippy on Queer Street. I mean, Stippy was like rocking and rolling there early in that fight, first round. But then again... He winded. He got winded. I'm talking. <gasps> he gasped. I'm talking about Francis Ngannou. But he learned from that. Well, he didn't learn from that because the next fight he lost to Derek Lewis. But he learned from that. What I'm trying to say is those two losses created a better fighter in Francis Ngannou. Of course, he destroyed Cain Velasquez, I think, in his last outing. Cain being the former world heavyweight champion. Yikes. That was frightening. Cain, Cain came in. Cain was in shape. I mean, Cain was in the best physical condition he had been in in over a decade. And guess what? It didn't matter. Ngano knocked him the puck out and knocked him out quick. Straight up, Francis Ngano going to take on Curtis Blaze. No, not taking on Curtis Blaze. Take on this guy named, <clears throat> got a hard name here, man. <clears throat> Why do they do this to me? Bottom line is, I'm glad I'm not doing TV because if I had to do TV, I would pronounce this guy's, I would do this name's name and give it some justice. But the bottom line is, we're going to call him Jasmo Rosnick, okay? But he's taking on Francis Ngannou. Of course, the main event, that's going to be USC on ESPN going down March 28th from the Nationside Arena, of course, in, as I said, the aforementioned Columbus, Ohio. Also on the card, Cody Garbrandt, the former world bantamweight champion, 135-pound guy, got knocked out a couple times by T.J. Dillashaw. Of course, Dillashaw was found out to be on Flintstone Vitamins, drugs, performance-enhancing drugs, performance-enhancing you know, anytime you use that word performance enhancing, I'm down with it if you're playing golf. I'm down with it if you're playing badminton. I'm down with it if you're playing tennis maybe, okay? But not when you're beating on people. This is combat sports. This is inflicting violence on somebody. So you're going to get an extra hand? Is that what you're trying to tell me? You get to start, you get to have an extra hand? I mean, when I used to look at Manny Pacquiao, of course, you know, I suspected Manny Pacquiao, current Congress, the current senator in the Philippines, the current WBA welterweight champion, talked about his great record and his accomplishments having fought from a 105 pounds all the way to 154 pounds. I mean, outstanding fighter, no doubt about that. But when he was on his peak and knocking out guys like Antonio Margarito and Miguel Cotto, and when I was with him, the Puerto Rican sensation Miguel Cotto, I think we were in, we were in Cartagena, Colombia, like around 2010, 2012. And I said to him, I said, hey, man, what happened with the Manny Pacquiao fight? I said, how could you lose to such a little dude? I mean, that's what it was because Manny Pacquiao was a guy that started off at 107 pounds, and now he's fighting fighting uh, Miguel Cotto. I think the weight limit was 145, has some special weight limit in there, a catch weight at 145. And, of course, Cotto got beat up. Cotto got lumped up. And I asked him, I said, man, how did you, how did you take such a licking like that? I mean, I mean, I really thought that Cotto was going to win that fight. I think Cotto was just too big, too strong, better fighter. Of course, Cotto always fought relaxed. Looked like the guy was on Valium all the time or heroin all the time. We're talking about the Puerto Rican icon, of course. But against that fight, Manny Pacquiao, he folded. I think he got a cheekbone broken. He just, he just didn't look very good. And at the end of the night, 
he was the loser, and that was a bit of an upset in my mind, although the oddsmakers said that Manny Pacquiao would win that fight. Nine out of ten times, eh, maybe eight out of ten times, the oddsmakers are right. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, of course, talking combat sports here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. One of my favorite fighters from Philly, I don't know if he can ever get the groove back, but Julian Williams, of course, will be back on the 18th, January 18th, second fighting on Fox, taking on Jason Rosario. Rosario and him are going to hook it up for the WBA and IBF 154-pound titles. Best of luck to my man from the city of brotherly love, Julian Williams. The 25th, the aforementioned Danny Garcia. The 30th, Demetrius Andrade, of course. This is going to be on the zone, baby. And talk about the zone now because if the zone goes up to 50 bucks, I'm going back to stealing fights. That's just the way it is. If they want to jack that price up to 50 bucks, I'm going to be stealing fights all the time. Am I admitting to a felony here on the air? Yes, I am. Okay, because if you're going to go down that route, you're going to go away. First, you start off at nine bucks a month. Like you crack dealer whole thing of a thing. You start off at five, ten bucks a month, okay? Then you say, okay, well, let's double it up on him. So you say, well, okay, okay. And you give him like the extra money. And now he says, no, no, we're going to go from 20 to 50, okay? That's that crack dealer stuff, man. I really don't like that mentality, that way of doing business. But Barry Hearn, he may be the biggest crack dealer in all of boxing. Of course, those steroid tests and a couple of things that went, that were sort of shady in the world of Barry Hearn going down the last couple of years. What can I say? I don't know. I don't want to say he's, he's, um, he stinks, but he's got a bit of a bit of an odor to him. Bottom line is, Barry Hearn runs the zone, and if he hears me, I'll probably never get a sponsorship with him. Who cares? Bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, I have an in-studio guest, Mr. Salsa, Orlando Escobar, of course, a local DJ here in the Bay Area, going to talk Barrico Boxing here on the Sports by Live Broadcast Network. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. 
I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Check it. When your name is Spike, there's a good chance you can't fight. I'm talking about Spike O'Sullivan. Of course, last night going 11 rounds with Jaime Munguia. <clears throat> Jaime Munguia being undefeated now 35 and zip. Come to us out of Tijuana, Mexico. Of course, the hometown of people, I mean, people fought out there like, man, I, I, Eric Morales, of course, Eric's his trainer. But, you know, one of the guys I really liked fighting on the Tijuana was Yori Boy Campus. And they tell me that they're trying to get Yori Boy another fight somewhere in like a Minnesota or Wyoming. Yori Boy is like 99 going on 144. I kid you not. He's so old, just for men doesn't work. I, I mean, I don't know why Yori's still going, but Joe Diaz was his former manager. And Joe Diaz, of course, has been on the show in the past. And Joe's a bit of a, a controversial dude. Some people think he's he's nuts, but he wants to give him one more fight, one more fight. So he called me a few months ago and he asked me, hey, would you... Would you get together with us and want to come out and be the ring announcer here in Wyoming or Montana or something like that for a Yorba campus fight? And I hung up the phone. And, and the reason why I hung up the phone was I, knew, I wanted him to think it was an accidental hang-up, right? So he calls me back, hey, we got disconnected. And he forgot to go back to the question that was at hand. But the bottom line is I wasn't going to do anything like that. I mean, I, I just can't. I mean, Yori Boy was a good good fighter at one point in time. I did some fights of his in Tijuana, but that was many, many, like 25, 30 years ago. 25 or 30 years ago, and you're still trying to fight? Good Lord, it'd be like me fighting. Anyway, Jaime Munguia goes 11 rounds with a guy named Spike O'Sullivan. Like Don King said, he has slim, no chance, slim and none, and slim just left town. So that was Munguia's middleweight debut. Am I impressed? <laughs> Hell no, I wasn't. Bottom line is, I'm looking for good things out of Jaime Munguia, but not great things. I think he's peaked. I think the, the run he had as WB 154-pound guy, I think that was the best we're going to get out of him. He says, well, you know, I've gained a few pounds now, and I'm, I'm a little easier making the weight. He has a little easier making the weight, man, but you're fighting bigger dudes, not stiffs like this guy, uh, Spike O'Sullivan. i got to tell you, anytime you have a mustache like one of those gay dudes from the 70s, Chances are you're not going to be able to. Either, either, either you can fight a whole lot or you can't fight a lick. Bottom line is, I didn't think Spike could fight that much, of course. And, of course, last night, man, you got to give it to my man. Got that name, Joe Smith, the common name. But guess what? Jesse Hart came in favor. Jesse Hart was supposed to win that fight. The promoters lined it all up for Jesse Hart. Guess what? Not well, not that way. That's why you got to have the fights. You got to have the fights. Want to mention this, and I will mention this in a brief, brief second, because people say to me, I don't give enough attention to women's boxing, which I think should be banned. And why should it be banned? Because it's so 
Go damn boring, man. Who wants to watch a couple of women throw pillows back and forth, man? I mean, be serious. When I was a cop, I saw better fights between women, domestic, you know, domestic women and women on violence than I did watch a boxing. Clarissa Shields, she should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter, and this is the way it is. I mean, I watched part of her fight Friday night, made me want to puke. At the end of the day, she's about as good for, she's about as good for professional boxing as warts are for a hooker. Not too good, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Going to switch gears just for a second. Going to bring him my man. I'm talking about Mr. Salsa or Orlando Escobar. Comes to us originally from Nicaragua, Alexis Arguello country. That's right, sir. Yes, sir. I'm from Nicaragua. Yeah, Orlando, I, Mr. Salsa Escobar. Yeah, hey, Escobar. That's, I get your name wrong anyway. Um, I always gaff things here, especially the first time out. But the bottom line is I was in Nicaragua. I spent some wonderful time down there. And I'll tell you a story about a strip club that I can't tell on the air. But it was a great story about Nicaragua. It's just unbelievable. All right, I'll say it on the air. I'll say it on the air. We're in the strip club. Alexis Arguello and I are in this. Can I say this, Cuddy? Cuddy says, I can say it. Okay. We're in the strip club in 1999. We're in the strip club in Managua, Nicaragua, and there's a stripper on stage, and she's got a cigarette, right? She's got a cigarette. She lights up the cigarette. So I'm saying to her, you know, what you going to light up a cigarette? She's stripping. So she turns the cig- she takes a cigarette, and she puts the cigarette in a place where you wouldn't smoke a cigarette normally, okay? <laughs> so she puts the cigarette in there, and then she starts blowing smoke out her mouth. Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like freaking out, man. I couldn't believe. Whoa. What kind of trick is that? Okay. Thought I, anyway, me and Alexis, we talked about that until like one of our last conversations. Remember that chick? Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know how she took that cigarette, put it in one orifice and blew smoke out of the other one. It was just absolutely mind blowing. But those are some of my memories. I don't know how to be done. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, what's funny about Nicaragua, it, it, not funny, but it's just like the United States is that you've got the rich people living, like, a block away from poor people. Yes. I mean, you've got people absolutely destitute, like, hunger and starving, like Washington, D.C. You go to D.C., I call it D.C. for dark country. I'm talking about Washington, D.C., of course, the capital of the United States. But you go to D.C., and you've got, like, the Capitol building and, 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 and the White House, all this stuff. You go a few blocks more, you got dudes laying in the street smoking crack. I mean, you know. Yeah. Just a couple blocks away. But that's what I said. But, but nothing's different. Everything's, I mean, the world... You know, it's basically it's the same everywhere you go, just different people. Exactly. You're right. You know, you asked me a question off the air. Which one was my uh, favorite boxing? And I mentioned, uh, you know, Chocolatito, uh, Alexis. But, you know, there's two other ones in there back in the 60s. Raton Mojica. He, to me, he is he was really a boxer. Mm-hmm. And then Jambito Blanco. I don't know if you're familiar with those two names. No, I'm not, oh, man. I tell you. Billo, my house historian's listening on the line somewhere. Billo, drag up those names for us. We'll do them next week. <laughs> oh, no, they were great boxers. I mean, you used to see back in the 60s, it's the Mexican against almost everybody, and they were good fights. Mm-hmm. You know, Papelero Estrada, mm-hmm. Raton. Man, you're, 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 you're bringing up names, man. My people have no idea where you're coming from, so they're about to shut you down. So <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Let's talk about your gig. Of course, oh, I've yes, got sir. you. I've contracted you for February the 1st. Yes, the Sons sir. of Italy Hall out here, of course, in San Francisco, California, La Fuente 2020. The the reunion. Did you ever go to La Fuente when it was rocking? Many times. Many times? Many times. Oh, yeah. I was a, a teenager. 
Okay. It, when that happened. Here, here's a good one. La Fuente is, and I've told the story before, but La Fuente uh, obviously is where it was down in the financial district on the Embarcadero. I mean, the Embarcadero. Um, anyway, bottom line is in the financial district, and there was a La Fuente bar on Mission Street near near Presida, about two blocks off from Presida. It said La Fuente. So some chick tells me, I'm going to meet you at La Fuente, my girlfriend. Right? I've been going out with her a couple of years. And anyway, anyway, I'm saying to myself, I was there for like an hour and a half, <laughs> and she never showed up. And I'm saying... That witch with a B, and that witch, if she don't show up, man, I'm going to wait some more, okay? And I kept waiting, and it was before cell phones. That kind of stuff was like in the 80s, man. I kept waiting. And wait. I waited like two and a half hours. I finally went home. I couldn't believe it. So anyway, she calls me next morning. She goes, where were you? I said, what do you mean where it was? I was, where, was, where were you? And she goes, well, I was at La Fuente. I goes, no, you weren't. <laughs> so I went back and forth. I found out there were two La Fuentes. Of course. Well, you know, he's on the second floor. On, on one of the there. Yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, I was there, and it's a small place, and it's always packed. Of course, packed because it was small, but a lot of people goes there. Well, you know, it was it, the, the, this event sold out pretty damn quick. It just did. I mean, before you knew it, it just it went. I mean, 18 days, Virginia and a couple of the twins, Liz and um, Rosario Cervantes, they all got together, and then we did this online blitz and this kind of stuff. So the tickets were all gone, and I'm just, I'm just a little disappointed that that, that, that I didn't book the Cow Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the first gig of the year, and then, and I think I tell you, when you say La Fuente, come back to La Fuente, hey, we're gonna rock. Bottom, we, and bottom. then thank you, thank you for reach up to me, thank you for the twin sisters Cervantes. And um, well, thank them. Bottom line is, you've got a new song coming out. Play a clip of that, Cuddy. The bottom line is, he's got to, to we'll play the music after the clip. Go, yes. Amor como el nuestro, no hay dos en la vida, por más que se busque, por más que se esconda, tú duermes conmigo, todas las noches, te quedas callada. What can I say, man? That's you? Yes, sir. That's me. Now, you didn't use no karaoke machine for that one, did no, you? No, sir. No, that was, that's band is from Venezuela. Joel Urriola is the arrangement guy. Uh-huh. And that gentleman is a genius. He, he don't would. like me to say that, but I, I have to say okay, it okay, because... But, but the bottom line is, whether he's a genius or not, man, that's one hell of a voice there, bro. I didn't think that would come in. You know, when you look, you look. people don't think my voice comes out of me. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They think I'm a white guy. I mean, I was, I, some guy says to me, yeah, I thought we thought you were a white guy. I go, Pedro Fernandez, a white guy? Because you sound like a white guy. You know, I, I never got that when my mother's white. Maybe that's what, you know, anyway, bottom line. But, you know, that's a fantastic tune. Now, what's happening with that song? What are you doing with it? Is it you getting airplay or what? Well, we're working on it right now. I just released it this uh, January 1st. And then uh, my producer said, when are you going to release it? When are you going to release it? I said, my brother, I wait 59 years or so to do something different. And I thought about it as a day's going in December. I said, you know what? We're going to the new year. But more than a new year is a new decade, new goals. And my goal starts January 1st and release the sun. It's going pretty well. Um, and then uh, I got a really good reception. Exactly okay. what you say. Wow. What's the name of it? Almohada, which is Pillow. Was Pillow? Pillow. Almohada. Originally from Madame Torres, from Nicaragua. I met the gentleman in San Francisco, and I heard the song, but the song has already been famous. Other singers been 50, about 55 singers been singing it, in a different, all kind of rhythms, mm-hmm. except the one we did, okay, which is something new. 
and which is, you know, it, people, people like it. We call it, in this world, we call it bolero tropical, which is really a bolero song. That's what the arrangement then. And then uh, I got a tremendous band, believe me. It sounds like a great band. Switching gears, you know, I'm thinking about doing boxing here back in the city by the bay. But then again, you know, when I promoted boxing, Mr. Salsa, you don't know what a headache it is. I mean, I got to deal with you and Bobby as far as DJs are concerned. I can deal with those two personalities, but I've got 12 fighters. I got six fights, right? I got 12 fighters. The guy's got calling me on the phone. Got managers calling me on the phone. Printers calling me on the phone. One guy wouldn't come down out of the dressing room unless I gave him some more money. I mean, so boxing is very intricate compared to this. this. Doing the dance is like absolutely nothing, especially when I get to do it around professionals like you and Bobby. So I wish you guys the very best of luck. And, of course, if you don't deliver, I'll be screaming about this February 2nd. No, 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 no. We, we are jamming that day, I assure you. La Fuerte 2020. Check it out, baby. It's on the Internet. And, of course, Rolando, very the, be- the very best of luck to you, my brother. As far as your music is concerned, continue success and good luck, and we hope to talk to you again real soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Mr. Salsa, folks. Check him out. Rolando Escobar, Mr. Salsa. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Amor como el nuestro No hay dos en la vida Por más que se busque, por más que se esconda, tú duermes conmigo todas las noches, te quedas callada sin ningún reproche, por eso te quiero, por eso te adoro, eres en mi vida todo mi tesoro. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport, football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. That is just a fact of life. I miss that dude, Eli Drake. He was a wrestler, and now he's doing his thing, I guess, with NWA Wrestling, and they're not a big entity, so I don't get to watch him anymore. But the bottom line is, and what an entertaining he was. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, of course. Coming up, the big fight, the 22nd of February, the heavyweight champion of the world. I'm talking about Tyson Fury, the undefeated linear champion, of course, and Deontay Wilder, the undefeated WBC champion. Something's got to go. But then again, we said it the first time. When they fought the first time, they were undefeated. So the, the line going to that was, some of these O's got to go. Well, guess what? Some of these O's got to go. It didn't happen because it was a draw. So this time, I'm not thinking there'll be another draw, but some of these O's got to go. And I just happen to think it's going to be Tyson Fury. I don't think Tyson Fury can take the punishment. I think the fact that, you know, he uh, he's got all that scar tissue on the side of his face and you know, he's going to bleed like a sieve. He just is. It's a cash-in type of, type of thing. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, before I get to a piece on Marvin Hagler I did with Larry Merchant about two, three years ago, I want to bring up the great one. I'm talking about Marvin Hagler. People say I dog him on the show. 1973, 1987, of course, Nathaniel, Marvin Nathaniel Hagler, man, he was the world middleweight champion. The Southpaw, that's the king. He just was a king, man. But he fought 14 years as a pro. Of course, losing that fight in 1987 to Sugar Ray Leonard, and he still bitches about that to this day. Every time I see him, every time I see him, he brings up the Leonard fight. Every time. He can't remember my name, I don't think, but he bring, he remembers it, and he and I talked about the Leonard fight. Every time I see him, whether it's Canada, New York, uh, Mexico City, Buenos Aires, Argentina, uh, Rome, Italy, um, Malaga, Spain, anywhere I see Marvin Hagler, the conversation always turns to the Ray Leonard fight, of course, losing that decision, that split decision, Lou Filippo, the one judge going with him, of course, that being uh, March the 6th, 1987. Great night of boxing as far as Ray Leonard was concerned. Of course, Ray coming in at 33-1. and Marvin Hagler retiring after that fight, 6-2-3 with 52 knockouts. Bottom line is, Larry and I went back and talked deep about the career, the life, of the marvelous one, Marvin Hagler. Talking dates, of course, April 15th, 1985. We were both there in Caesars Palace, the outdoor arena. In fact, I, I've 
Larry, I tell you the truth. I like the outdoor arena over the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I just do. I mean, Holmes and Ali, not that it was a great fight, but, you know, there were some great outdoor fights there, Leonard and Hearns, and I just prefer the outdoor fights on the tennis courts. And what's your what's your take on that? Well, it, it lends a kind of uh, old-timey atmosphere to the fights. Um it's it, we had a lot of great fights at the old Caesar's Palace that were outdoors um but uh if it can if they've built all of the not all but they've built these arenas since that time and they generate more bucks big big bucks and and certainly Pacquiao Mayweather is going to generate uh staggering amounts Definitely, no question about that. Now, April 15th, as I said, the, the anniversary of Hagler and Hearns, and, of course, Hagler winning, winning on a third-round stoppage. When I talked with Sugar Ray Robinson in 1984, of course, uh, the Hagler-Hearns fight hadn't taken place yet, but you know, he and I had just watched Tommy Hearns knock out Roberto Duran, and we were sitting at the Aladdin Hotel together, and I said to him, I said, well, what do you think? He said, well, you know, I, I said, what about greatness? And that's what I said. What, what makes a great fighter? He says, currently there's only two great fighters. I mean, one of them got knocked out last night. The other one's Sugar Ray Leonard. I said, really? Said, yeah, currently that's what I feel. I go, Hagler hasn't beat a, a good middleweight yet, and he hasn't beat a Hall of Fame middleweight yet, so I couldn't call him a great middleweight. Now, was Robinson a little overcritical of Marvin at that point in time? Well, it's an interesting question that, you know, Hagler, the two fights we remember of, of Marvin Hagler were against Leonard and Hearns. And um, the Hearns fight was, you know, one, one of the great eight-minute wars of, of ever. Um, and the Leonard fight was that enormous upset but generated also um we don't we tend to forget these things enormous revenues i think uh, hagger made 19 million dollars on that fight in 1986 dollars uh so uh i i i take uh robinson's point but um you know if you look at the sum of of hagler's career he fought every middleweight that was there it wasn't like he avoided any great middleweights. Now he didn't. He didn't have the kind of middleweights that were in Robinson's era. You know, Lamada, Olson, um, Fulmer, um, etc. Um, but he, he, all you can do is beat everybody who was there. And among the middleweights, he he beat them um, uh, convincingly. Um, Robinson, Larry Robinson's take on this was Duran took Duran had taken Hagler to school to an extent. In fact, it was a Hagler Duran fight that convinced that Sugar Ray Leonard that he can come out of retirement a couple of years later and beat Hagler. Well, that was a that's a really good insight. Uh, Duran, uh, like Leonard, was a smaller guy who was was smart as well as tough and hard hitting. Certainly at at, at the lower weights. Um, and sometimes when um, uh, a, a smaller, quicker, sm- really smart, uh, smart, aggressive fighter comes along, they can give a, a bigger guy 
um, no matter how good he is, uh, some uh, some issues. Uh, I mean, you know, Robinson's career was you know impeccable, and and but he he fought Lamada six times. Uh, um, he fought Olsen four times. He fought Fulmer, I think, four times. Uh, and uh, Olsen and Fulmer were, you know, while his career was past his prime. But uh, there were just more uh, great middleweights in that era than there were in Hagler's era. Um, maybe, maybe more than any era since that time. But... Um, I mean, I, I'm curious what he would have to say about Leonard, because uh, Robinson, of course, had been like Leonard. It started at, was a was a welterweight during much of his prime, and then a small middleweight, um, what today they call uh, a junior middleweight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I've always felt in, in, in that you can only judge athletes in general by what they do in their time. Um, Times change, um, and other things change, and sometimes you have an era of greatness in a particular weight division or in a particular sport, um, and and sometimes not. But all all a fighter can do is is fight everybody and, 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 and beat the best guys, and uh, Shirley Hagler did did that. April 28, 2015, the godfather Larry Merchant on the aforementioned marvelous Marvin Hagler. Of course, as I said, 62 wins, three losses, a couple of draws. Of course, uh, those two of those three losses he avenged, and he's just a monster. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And the one draw against Alimentor, that was a bit of a joke, wasn't it? I mean, they, no, take that back. Against Vito Adafermo, that was a bit of a joke. And then, of course, they took him over to... London, and he fought Brian Mentor there, and then they had a riot, and the English people showed how much class they had. The white trash came out in them, and, of course, they were throwing stuff in the ring and throwing stuff at the champion. The guy just, all he did was go over there and fight a guy. He happened to beat your guy. You didn't have to throw stuff at him. Bottom line is he had to run to the locker room. Talk about the newly crowned then world middleweight champion, marvelous Marvin Hagler. Besides Hagler, of course, as far as all-time greats are concerned, you got to mention Robinson. 174 wins, 19 losses, of course, six draws, and 109 knockouts. Man, the time I spent with him in 1984, is just it was just priceless. It was June 1984. Tommy Hearns was going to fight Roberto Duran. Duran wasn't ready. We all sort of knew that. We're sort of like winking at each other saying, yeah, Duran, no, 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 no. Roberto wasn't ready. Okay, he had seen Roberto about, I guess about a month before in Oakland, California at a press conference announcing the Tommy Hearns fight because they used to go on tour. Fighters used to go on tour when, when they would announce a big match like Leonard and Hagler would go. they spend like, you know, like three or maybe 15 appearances in like over a six-day period or something like that in all these different cities, and they get a private jet, and they fly from here to here to here to You know, sometimes they didn't like flying on the same jets with each other. Marvin and Ray didn't like that. But they, they did the press tours, and press tours were sort of cool back then. But when I talked to Robinson, Robinson was trying to tell me that, you know, that that Duran was the greatest fighter of all time and outside of himself. And I said, why? So he just got knocked out, man. He said, yeah, but he got knocked out by a guy that was way, way, way too big for him. He shouldn't have been fighting Tommy Hearns. Of course, later, <clears throat> Duran would beat the guy that knocked out Tommy Hearns. I'm talking about Iran Barkley. Not, not only did Iran knock Tommy Hearns out, the first time, he decisioned him in a rematch at 175 pounds. So he's 2-0 and against Tommy Hearns. What happens? 1989, January, February 1989, February. Duran goes to Atlantic City, 
It's snowing. I mean, I'm at the Philly airport. You can't get into Atlantic City. So I had to rent a four-wheel drive vehicle to go down the road, to go down the Atlantic City Expressway. Hey, at least I was smart enough to rent this vehicle because they weren't letting trains go. So I didn't know if I was going to be able to see this fight. Anyway, bottom line is it was the fight of the year, according to Socrates Palmer yesterday, of course, our house historian. But, man, that fight just rocked and rolled. I mean, 12 rounds, Roberto Duran winning in the end, knocking, knocking, that four-punch knockout, knockdown in the 12th round, it was just one of the most, 11th round was the most amazing four-punch solvals I've ever seen thrown in the world of boxing. It might be the greatest combination of all time, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We don't rate Roberto Durant as a middleweight. We rate him as a welterweight or a, or a uh, lightweight. Anyway, Hopkins, we talked about him a little earlier, of course, 55-8. and eight. Lost a lot of his fights late in his career. He fought till he was like 95 years old. Pretty good fighter. You know about that out of Philly. As far as the rest of the middleweight is concerned, <clears throat> do we consider Harry Grabe a guy that had like almost 300 fights, turning 262, 17, and 18. 18 draws, 17 losses out of almost 300 fights. That's pretty incredible, isn't it? Of course, he fought from 1913 to 1926. Wasn't Harry Grabe the guy that died on the, on the table? They were operating on his eye. He bled to death, something like that. Anyway, some of the other great middleweights of all time, of course, Emil Griffith, Gene Fulmer, Mickey Walker, Saul Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, the pound-for-pound king right now. Of course, do we consider him a middleweight, a junior middleweight? A super middleweight or a light heavyweight are all of the above. I mean, which is it? I mean, the guy's just kicking ass, knocking out bumps in all different weight divisions. I mean, give him his props. 154, the only fight he lost, of course, in his entire life was the Floyd Mayweather. That was 154 pounds or some catch weight or something like that. Bottom line is he had two left feet, didn't have the footwork to keep up with Mayweather, no doubt about that. And that's why Mayweather fought him then instead of now because if they fought now, it'd be a different story, I think. Anyway, of course, he goes from that Mayweather fight. <coughs> Wins a 160-pound championship. Wins a 168-pound championship. Of course, knocks out Sergey Kovalev for the 175-pound championship, of course. And then says, I'm vacating the title, going back to 68 or 60. What can I say? Pound for pound king right now. Where would you rate him as far as all-time middleweights are concerned? You can't do it just yet. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go out there yet. But guess what? He's going to be there in that top 10, no doubt about it. I mean, look at the rest of the list. Like Guys like Carlos Monzon, the guy that killed his girlfriend. Of course, he fought... Professionally from 63 to 77, of course, 87 and 3, had like nine draws, which means he probably lost nine of the fights and they gave him the draw. That's the way they fight in South America. But he murdered his girlfriend, was an alcoholic. I'm not a big fan of Monzon. And, of course, you're not supposed to judge a guy but what he does outside of the ring. I'm prejudiced. You are tuned down. I'm sorry, this him. I think Carlos Monzon is a piece of spit with an H, and I'm glad that he died. Sorry, he killed some girl. He got pissed off and threw some girl off a balcony. So what did they do because he was a hero down there in his country? They let him slide. They gave him weekend passes. So he was out on a, a weekend pass with uh, some hooker, and he turned over his car and died. So what did I say? Karma! You're tuned to Sports Byline. I don't complain about getting up in the morning to do world work. You've, you've ran with me a number of times, and I enjoy the competition. This is a part of my life. It's for as long as I can do it. Thank you, Pedro. You run tomorrow? I'll be right. You gonna run tomorrow morning? Yeah, five thirty. I'm leaving tomorrow at ten. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, baby. You tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline. Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. No, you're okay. He really just random stuff, you know, like he puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? No, the guy's pouring holy water on you. Thinks you're the devil. You shouldn't go to the police. Who should you go to? Your mother-in-law? Probably not. Call the cops, lady. That was Tony Ferguson's wife. Still married to him. Of course, after calling the cops on him, basically he was like going off, going crazy. Anyway, Tony Ferguson, of course, could be going to clash with the World Lightweight Championship, the USC Lightweight Championship later in the year. This week, as far as boxing birthdays are concerned, from our house historian, Dr. Billow himself. Just take that back. George Foreman, January 10th. Man, George Foreman, of course, a kid from... 
Texas, and then he fought in the Job Corps over here in Hayward, California. I met him like 67, 68. Of course, came on to win the gold medal in 68, won the World Heavyweight Championship, knocking out Joe Frazier. Sweden, Joe Frazier, his birthday was January the 12th. Smoking Joe Frazier. Of course, Joe Frazier, a great guy to be around, but when he had a few drinks, he wasn't such a good guy to be around. It talked about when he worked corners and things like that. He used to say racial things and spout off. And he just said things that drunk people say, and I wasn't big high on drunks anyway. Not high on Joe Frazier. In the ring, yes. Outside of the ring, not so much. Of course, in the 17th, the birthday of the greatest, January 17th, 1941, Muhammad Ali born Cassius Marcellus Clay, Jr., in Louisville, Kentucky. Man, what a day that was, of course. Got to spend some time with him, spend some time with Ali, traveling around the world. He was the greatest of all time, but not just in the ring, folks. We're talking about of all time human beings. If Ali touched you, you were blessed. You felt blessed, no doubt about that. That is Bill O in our history. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family listeners. If you've been here a while, well, you know what's going on. Bottom line is, if you're not a Ring Talk fan member, you are now. And I thank you so much for listening to the show because there's a million things you can be doing right now. But you tune to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, this is Pedro Fernandez and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> 